You're now listening to the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast. Garage fam. Welcome back to another episode of the Garage Guys Master Podcast. It's the race day recap. Presented by Shitty Coolers, uh, we are in Indianapolis IN. Just wrapped up the Verizon 200 at the Brickyard. Great weekend. Also had the uh, big machine spiked uh, Grand Prix and the Xfinity race, the Pennzoil 150. A lot of road this weekend, Dale. A lot of road. A lot of history was made. There's a lot of uh, a lot of concern, a lot of worries, a lot of unknowns heading into this weekend and there's a lot to get into on it was there was some good racing there was some bad officiating uh craziness been us. bullshit and it was wild it was a lot of at the end of the day it was a lot of fun the weekend was a blast there's some things they can improve when they come back here next year when it comes to the track and the competition but otherwise man the energy was really awesome on was saturday happy. and sunday the racing was pretty solid overall it was an awesome weekend. I, and shout I out to Shitty it. Coolers. It, it could have been a little more shitty with an I, not a Y, in the, the campground, but it got shitty uh, on the track today for the Verizon 200, I will say that. And and just, again, like you said, huge shout out to Shitty Coolers. Right now, if you go over to shittycoolers.com, you can save 15% on your order by using promo code GARAGEGUYS. That's right. There's a promo code now. With with us, the Garage Boys guys, but it's Garage Guys. Don't get it twisted. Very guys. shitty promo code. Mm. If you want to know... Um, I didn't even know they had cups. Ask me about my drinking. I went downtown Friday and Saturday night and got pretty lit. Drank a few it. beers out here in the campground. Um, let me know how my drinking is at 1734-FUCK-OFF at uh, shittycoolers.com. That's right. So it's, a, it's a great toll-free number. Actually, it's probably not toll-free. Probably charges you a pretty shitty fee. Yeah, yeah, de- guaranteed. Uh, but yeah, we got some great product here. If you don't know about shitty coolers yet, you're fucking up. It's plain and simple. We got the intoxicator right here. We got the Patriot over here. What was your What is your favorite out of these two up top? Patriot. It's hard though, dude. I mean, that I'm a design. Big guy. That design is sick with the colors, man. Like, does it not remind you of Dale? It reminds you of Dale. It kind of does. It kind of does. The Patriot is just the classic red, white, and blue patriotic motherfucking patriot. I mean, you can't get any better than that. We're also sitting on um, products as well. The yeah. best seat in the house is a fucking bucket cooler insert. Fuck it. It's a bucket. I got the liquor bucket right here, man. The liquor the bucket kind of matching my color and the style a little bit. I got you the tracker. Underneath my balls. Just hunt, got the hunting, tracker. hunting a good time. <laughs> you know, hunting a good time out the here. The tracker's good because you can make better puns with that one. Yeah. It, it is kind of, yeah. But I like, but look, it's great. Again, promo code Garage Guys. Um, we, we actually got to take the intoxicator into the track today. Wasn't supposed to happen. Did happen, though. In the pits. A lot of Garage Guys energy out there today. Yeah, let's just go ahead and kick this shot. We got to recap the race. Obviously, uh, we had a great betting weekend. Let's not, let's not down ourselves for one day of a shit show, shitty with a Y, uh, on the track in there today. Let, let's not down ourselves for that. Saturday was incredible. I can taste your cigarette right now. That's great, dude. It's f- disgusting. Shout out to Jimmy, Spencer, Mr. Excitement. <clears throat> That's awful. Get a taste of that. 
that, secondhand that dart smoke. right there. I'm not a big secondhand smoke guy. It's all right. As the people in Michigan We're gonna say, make it, though. got a dart. Got a dart, dude. I can taste it. <laughs> got a fucking dart, dude. I don't like that taste. I'll flick it out. Got to flick it out for him. Big safety guy. It tastes like lung cancer. That was kind of cool. Yeah, got to kill some lungs sometimes. Anyway, yeah, so Saturday was a good day. We swept the day. We did. IndyCar race, you, Will Power, the beginner's charm, nailed it right Plus on the head. Plus 1,000, Will Power. Right on the head. Power to and the will. And then Austin Sendrick. Thank God Chase Elliott raced because it watered the odds. Actually, didn't water them down. It fucking jolted them up to make it where... I'm going to take the three guys, the three Xfinity guys that have dominated road courses all year long at yeah. plus 300, plus 350, plus 600, and it's a lock. Cindric Almendinger, Gibbs. Cindric Almendinger, run one, two. Easy money. But, yeah, today is a different story. Doesn't take away it's that we got. It's not our fault. It we went two for fault. three. It was not our fault. It was that the curb's fault. We're going to blame right. the curb. That fucking curb. The curb Sh- from hell. Shout out, shout out to President Bowles. Shout out to that guy. He literally got out there and like looked around for like five to ten seconds before he started sweeping. He was sweeping in the wrong direction, uh, and it was pretty hilarious. I'm not going to lie about it. Hey, the guy's out there trying to help, though. That's, yeah. what I, that's a good look for the president. That's I, right. I feel his pain. I used to sweep, sweep, uh, sweep up dust at a grocery store for like five years oh you had one of so, those like like giant like swiffers but they actually had like uh so he had like the brush thing where he was brushing it in or out what i had either i swept or i followed the guy sweeping with that long like rug like thing and, yeah like, with like the, the to pick up all like the dirt the little felt clitorises on the, the ends of them yeah yeah those that's the not ones. what i thought about them as but Sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if they were long, you just like you push it, it that way. You just pushed it and just picked up all the dirt. Very satisfying, gratifying work right there. Sweep it up. I was more of the uh, the wax guy. I like the circle machine that you wrote on. Like yeah, we did that too. Yeah, we yeah. did that too. When the store was closed, you wax it off. Uh, we there couldn't was no... ride it though. We had to push it. Oh, you had to push. Yeah. See, we got to ride. They, that's so. We'll just kind of compare that to what they did today. They were riding the waxer, um, but uh, yeah, pretty much half the field got waxed. And, uh, and one of our picks did really well. I think our free picks that we had this week, we had Chase Elliott. Uh, he didn't do super bad, I guess. He led, I, had, I mean, he led 14 he laps. He led some laps. Had, had a few fast laps. Place differential didn't hurt him because he started third, finished fourth. I mean, good day. Well, but what not, are you going to do? Know, I mean, you know? yeah. It is we had what it uh, is, Kyle Busch, Kyle fucking Busch. Ran top five the whole race and then was involved in the – Curb gate. In the hoop curb. Yeah, curb that's what gate. we'll call it. I like that. I like curb gate. Uh, we also had Ross Chastain. Was one of your guys you were high on. It's okay. Uh, I, I, was, I wrote it with you. I, I, I tailed Dale on that one. I trusted. And I'm, I'm all, I was all in, so it was one of mine as well. well he, was, he had a fast Collectively. car. Could have been a top 10 day. He but, did. man, just the track just gobbled up drivers, man. It was crazy. <laughs> just yeah. took it down. Uh, but Ricky Stenhouse, Jr. Yeah. Shout, shout out to him. Shout out to our the, guy. Yeah, one of the punt plays of the weekend. Ricky started 22nd, finished 11th, spun out. Er, him spinning out earlier in the race may have been a blessing in disguise. Right. Because he spun out with uh, someone else wrecked with him. Maybe it was McDowell or somebody, but he it sent him to the back. He was all the way in the back, and then everybody in the front got fucked by everything else. So yeah, It's hard to have a bad day when you're running a, hung, a Hungry Jack car. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, good was pancake hungry. car. He was hungry to improve his position and get those double points in your DraftKings lineup. That's correct. Um, so those are the free picks we had. We had premium picks out as well. But uh, the bets that we had, uh, I know we were pretty much collectively, it was it was Elliott. I had Larson. 
Larson, and then I had Briscoe. I had Seabell. Uh, fucking heartbreaker, dude. That hurt, uh, bro. Man. You had Seabell too. I was, and I was. This it's hard when I'm gonna when I'm gonna lose money. It's so hard to me for to root for like anyone else. But we were at the Briscoe box. Our buddy Steve Carnes. Shout out to Steve Carnes. Shout out to Steve. It was Great a pleasure guy. to meet you this weekend. Finally, uh, he was up there, and all the guys were just watching nervously, tapping thumbs, you know, tapping fingers, and. Man, was I was yeah. The energy was Indiana. Tony Stewart, the number fourteen. Which you here's an uh, IndyCar lesson, real quick. You know why Tony Stewart drove the number fourteen? That's what he rode when he was in IndyCar before NASCAR. AJ Foyt. AJ Foyt. AJ Foyt had the fourteen. AJ Foyt, one of the greatest auto racers in the history of mankind. I know that name. That was Tony Stewart's role model, and that's why he has a fourteen. And then that get passed. That gets passed down to Briscoe. Who's also an Indiana kid. So, cool deal there. Anyway, the Indiana energy was fucking high for Briscoe. We were in the pit box talking to the guys, and that sucked what happened there at the end. I, look, I'm just going to really talk sucks. about it. I'm just going to talk about it. It makes me feel better when I talk about it. So, we walk up. We see Steve in the box. We're like, okay. I knew it was one of my picks. When, when, I, when I got back over there, I knew it was like Larson or him. And that was going to be it. So I was like, okay, this may be a great day for me. Like, at least garage guys will have winners across the board. I was a happy guy. Start the race off. Dennis Hamlin decides he wants to, you know, try to win a race. That's okay. It's his job. Everyone's job in the field is to try to win a race. Uh, but Chase wanted it more. Like, a Chase was, like, kind of destined to win this race. You know yeah, I mean? when we did that little video, everything got fucked Big after Chase that. Big Chase energy. But yeah, Chase Elliott had a, had a bad pit stop after running second all day, sent him back. And when all that shit, all the chaos happened, he got through it, back in the top five. So we were like, okay, Chase or Chase might win this race. We yeah. got two guys in the top five, two to go. Didn't work out that way, but, you big, know, big C it day. is what it is. Uh, so, yeah, basically he comes through a turn, uh, and I think Denny, like, got him off track. He gets back on. He goes straight through the grass. I'm, like, losing my fucking mind. I'm like, this is it. And then Denny gets turned. He turns fucking Denny. That was incredible. I was like, finally, kids got balls. I fuck with that. I like that. But I like a driver that has some balls. Denny was right in the sense of, excuse me, here's what, here's what I'm thinking, okay? We were in the Briscoe pit box, okay? So there's a debate on, Briscoe said, I didn't know I had a penalty. We knew he had a penalty ASAP. Well, we always because know. Because one, one of the pit crew guys with his headphones on just goes, fuck! But it was, but it was before. That was, that was actually after the fact. That no, was, no, that was before he had wrecked Denny. Sorry, my balls. Yeah, that was All before right. he had wrecked Denny. He, he and I, I went, I went back on the broadcast, and they announced it before he had wrecked Denny too. I mean, it could have been quick, but there's some, there's some debate there on did he actually not know he had a penalty? I don't know, man. I think he kind of did, and could have been upset that Denny ran him in the grass. Like I'm kind of, I'm kind of hoping that he did know he had a penalty and then turned Dennis because that sucks though. That yeah. does suck, Dick. Because like Denny it, had the race won. At he that did, point. but he was they also going to be like, him. I'm not going to take any shit from you. I'm going to give you a special delivery, Denny, and I'm going to send you into the fucking grass because this is my town. No, 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 no. Shout out to, uh, was it Big and Rich, I think, that's on that song? Maybe. Maybe sure. Montgomery Gentry, probably. Um, but that, it's fun It's fun to investigate that because, uh, and Denny even said it in his NBC interview. He was like, I know Chase is not that guy that would do that. And Chase said in his interview, I've never intentionally wrecked somebody in my life. Chase is a clean driver, man. 
But this he was a been. big day, like heart beating yeah. out the Tony chest. Was here. Yeah, Tony was here. T Stu was here. Tony was there encouraging him right after the race too. He was like, "Hey, you did great, man. You're going to get it." So, um, Cole Custer was Stuart Haas was Dude, pretty good. Popped Cole and, and Chase running top five, you know, most of the day. So, That's right. shout out to the homie Evan uh, Evan Couples. Shout out to our guy works with Cole Custer. We we saw him earlier in the week. We're like, we're just we're just out here trying to send good energy to teams. That's what we want to do. Hate that he got in that wreck. He was fucking fast. He man. was. They, man. they brought some juice to the to the to the IMS road course today. That's right. And the one car Hate that, that should have had the juice, Kevin Harvick's car, because it literally had a betting sponsor on it, showed a lot of juice. Uh, did not have juice at all. But he did. Well, he was involved in one of those. He finished fifteenth, a modest fifteenth. Actually, he ended up being the, being the a highest. Better, a little better than Brad, maybe. I think Brad, where he finished, seventeenth. Uh, he didn't start good. I know that much. Yeah, yeah I think he, he ended, ended up, up being a decent, decent DraftKings play. But ironically, Harvick was the highest finishing SHR guy. Dude, on wild. the day. Yeah, fucking wild. Yeah, the Briscoe. Uh, everyone that faded Briscoe in DFS, like I know, right up into the end. Briscoe Gate. We're gonna call the Briscoe Hamlin, Hamlin thing. Briscoe Gate. We're, yeah, we're, we're, we're Indy Gate. Briscoe Hamlin Gate. That sounds better. Briscamlin. Right? Sounds like a, a meal. Hamco somewhere. Hamco gate. Like a Hardy's meal. Probably. Yeah. Don't be careful eating at Hardy's sometimes. Don't do it. You want to shit your brains out in the morning? <laughs> Hardy's is your guy. Bad news. Um but yeah, overall I, I enjoyed the day. AJ Almondinger though. We gotta talk about the man that won it. Chris Rice and Matt Colley are full on electric factories. Like, just watching them explode with emotion. And then AJ's celebration. And their team, dude. The pit crew guys just dude, going fucking, fucking bananas. hype. Dude. So, this is a huge Which, why wouldn't right you, now. dude? I, this in, is a part-time it, cup team, dude. Uh, I know. I got a lot to say about that. But just the fact that, it, I mean, Almondinger, when they asked him earlier this week in an interview, maybe it was NBC or something, the debate on, oh, we're leaving the Oval. A lot of drivers hate that we left the Oval. A lot of drivers are like, eh, I mean, it's not too bad. Like, whatever. And AJ said, it doesn't matter if it's the Oval. It doesn't matter if it's a road course. doesn't matter if it's – I'm throwing this in. doesn't matter if it's a fucking figure eight. It's Indianapolis, and you get to kiss the bricks. Yeah. So it's a big win if you get to win here. And he fucking did it, dude. And It's a Cinderella colleague, story. man. It it's, is. It's a fucking Cinderella story. The craziest thing about this is if you look at the history of the sport – when new teams jump in and they're part-time and not racing the, the entire season and switching drivers, they struggle. And this team with Colleg, which has been in Xfinity, been pretty solid in Xfinity over the past six, seven, eight years maybe, um, for them to jump into Cup and run, I think this is like the fifth or sixth race of the year they've run, and to win – yeah. At one of the most prestigious places in the world, too. Their but first win in a, in a Cup Series team. Yeah, the the that. fact that they came in the Cup and they're in a part-time deal and they've already won. This team is so young. They're going full-time next year. Unbelievable, man. And that's really good for the sport. Shit like that is what will bring other teams to the, to the sport because they can look at that deal and be like, wow. Uh, all these other teams have raced. You know, you got 33 teams that have raced every race this year. You got this guy. And and Matt Colleg, Chris Rice, AJ Allmendinger that have run four races out of yeah. out of thirty or twenty five or whatever, and they have won a race. It's that proof. is encouraging for more teams to want to buy and get into the sport. I'm a big, uh, you know, th there's a lot of debate about, uh, you know, having a faster car, or teams having more money, but today showed that on road, it's not the plane, it's the pilot. 
I think that that's what we saw today. Or and the, the fact curb. that an entire fucking uh, field of drivers got wrecked the fuck out because of the curb. And AJ, I mean, he, don't get me wrong though, he was running top five. He would have run he top five up there. So he was, I mean, he was fast anyway. But man, the cars His just odds felt perfectly. Had to be for him. like plus. Fucking I, I know on one of the underground books, it was like eighteen hundred, which means they would have been like plus. Everyone knows he's a big road games. guy. Yeah, but it's just we know that with the kind of resources they have, they're gonna be slower on yeah. horsepower. And it's like RCR scrap metal. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much, dude. I don't know, man. They, I think Colleague has has figured out a Chad Knauss nitrous or something because a team like that should not have top ten speed. Right. And every time Almendinger's in it, he's got top ten speed. Almendinger so, finds the but speed. obviously like Almendinger said, is speed. The pilot. Can it's we, very important. So it's just like, yeah, the, the energy itself. Uh, shout out to, to me and you because cable networks don't want to leave us alone. Uh, Dale and I were back on the television from, from, from Dale's shining moment on ESPN 8, the Ocho, to the Fox uh, celebration with A.J. Allmendinger, where I'm just there with my phone and Dale's just like chilling by me. We're just casually vibing. Well, yeah, Fox Sports just put that on social media but it was nbc that you were on yeah. so Whoa. think about this think Whoa. about this would you have just fox is, went and grabbed nbc footage because we were on it this is like a step back and and, and look at this for a second and and, and realize because this year fox sports aired the the thing we did with ricky and kyle right. so we were on fox sports uh we were both on espn last right. week and now we're on nbc yeah think about that we're taking we've hit the, the over. we've hit the major uh, sports networks. We have the big three, the yeah. triangle of success, as they call it in the cable. Maybe they call it that. I don't know. Who's next? Telemundo. I, I want to get on TSN. We need to go hit up a, go uh, a CFL game. Yeah, we're we going go to, to Canada, Canada or football Mexico. League. It's Telemundo or, or TSN. Telemundo. Telemundo. That could work. I don't know why I just thought of that. I just it's, it that made me cool think of say. Vodafone. I remember when I was a yeah. child, I had like a fake phone. It said Vodafone, and yeah, I thought I was cool. I remember those. I remember those. Yeah. Shout out to Vodafone. Uh, shout out to Singular. Great, great! Uh, shout to uh, to the Burton raising the bar. Was that s- yeah. or AT and T bought Singular? AT and T bought Singular. Yeah, I missed yeah. that. We're big uh, telecommunications guys. Jeff Burton, thirty one. Good times. It was a beautiful car, but uh, but yeah. Overall, that Saturday, the vibe, and then just getting to to meet some great people, hang out. Shout out to uh, to, to Corey LaJoy and the team uh, for having us this weekend. That was pretty dope. Miss Leanne, we love you. I love you, mom. Love you, mom. Mom. All right, that's it. That's her. Um, but, yeah, just Indy itself, man. If it wouldn't have been for you, do you realize that I almost missed an Indy 500? I almost didn't go to the actual race. And after all the hype that you gave Oh, wow, me, yeah, that was a crazy day. I was rushing. Oh, we were so behind. We, and we do that a lot. We I run around. ass to get into that race before the green flag. We run around like chickens with our heads. That was crazy that we both got into the – we were separated, and we both got it rolled up at like the same time. It was so crazy. It was a it was wild crazy. time. The same I, seats. I fuck with IndyCar, and uh, and it's because of this guy right here, the the history and the lessons. Big Al Unser Jr. guy. And shout out to, yeah. to the local man from – the heart of America and Mississippi, Kelly J. Sanner, for introducing Kells. me to this place, the Pagoda. I don't know if you can see it or not, but introducing me to this magical place uh, a little over 10 years ago. It's changed my life. How was that life. today, by the way? How's the Pagoda? Oh, yeah, I did get to go to the Pagoda. Uh, shout out to my boy Justin 
for hooking me up with that awesome deal. Thank you so much. Uh, we were on the sixth floor. Tim Sendrick was up there. He was, I guess, he was on the radio with Austin. He was talking to people next to him. Kind of incredible. Weird. But I know he was on the radio with Austin. You know, back and forth. Um, Renus VK was up there a little bit. IndyCar driver. Um, and then just a bunch of people there to enjoy the race, man. And it, the view was just unbelievable. I mean, you could walk from one side of the roof to the other side of the roof and see the entire course. What else do you have to cross off at this track? You've been coming here since you were a child. What else is there to cross off? Being on pit road on carb day. Well, we haven't. I haven't had that kind of access for the Indy 500 yet. Right. And we've. I've always heard that getting that kind of access for the Indy 500 is a lot harder than this race getting into the pits and everything but i want to be in the pits for carb day uh during the pit competition that is like that's the biggest thing you didn't get to experience carb day unbelievable time Where i'm coming carb back so i will never I, I really am going to do everything i can in my power of life to never miss an indy 500 we'll be back yeah 100 percent. all right so great race weekend garage fam shout out to you if you want anything you know where to go hit us up in the discord if you don't know where the discord is then you need to hit one of us up in the DMs or the Garage Guys account. We'll get you a link. But put it in the showcase if you had any type of day. I think we saw a couple of people that had some dinger bets. If you won money, you're a complete fucking psychopath because you made picks you. that you should not have made. Yeah. And it, kudos to you because it paid off, but I don't fucking know anyone That's that right. won money, man. Big log time. It, it's okay. If, if you did, you know where to put it at. Let us know. Oh, yeah. You know what? Real quick, I just want to – you did your betting card. I'm going to talk about my – fucking betting card okay okay chase elliott fought had a bad pit stop put him back in the pack he, he never was able to recover he finished fourth but whatever martin shrex jr fucked twice three times four times just fucking wrecked repeatedly uh christopher bell fucked that hurt joey logano over kevin harvick a lock matchup not 364 out of 365 days of the year fucked terrible joey logano top five plus 350 was running six, moving through the field before we got wrecked. Fucked. Joe Logano. Fucked. All my picks. R.I.P. Fucked. R.I.P. to Dale Hub Premium. Thank you to Austin Sendrick for winning me money yesterday. That's all yeah. I have to say. And thank you, Will Power. You you old, beautiful man, you. We love you. Um, all right, so I like willpower too. That's it for uh, the recap. Now, this is something a little different that we haven't done in a while. So we did Naspiracies last week on the show, and uh, we're gonna do uh, getting shitty with vintage drivers presented by Shitty Coolers on this show. So uh, kind of spicing up, kind of like some retro garage. If if you've been listening to this podcast since 2017, since it first started, you remember the sports talk. And then the Garage Talk. Well, now Garage Talk's kind of got its own new show, new spin on it with NASCAR. The old school Garage Talk was where we just find random topics going on all around the world. And we would just talk about whatever the hell we wanted to. So we're going to be talking about 90, 80s and 90s, just vintage NASCAR drivers, old, old guys, Winston guys that we would want to party with and get shitty with. The with best, who we think would have been the best drivers to party with back in the 80s and 90s. I mean, I, I don't want the best way to put it. With, I mean, th that was the golden era, really. When it was eighties, nineties. I mean, that was fucking Winston NASCAR, baby. So 
I think it's appropriate. <clears throat> so bringing Winston back, I'll is appropriate let, to talk. I'll let you start with that. Who who would be your number one overall pick? Well, that? I know that there's the obvious one out there, the the elephant in the room. We'll get to him. Don't worry. I'll talk about uh, it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But uh, I think we should kick it off with uh with with a party animal that me and you both uh, love and appreciate. We did not talk about this before. We're just we're just going based yeah. off our knowledge. Tim Richmond. Oh, I thought that was the obvious one. No, Later. no. I mean, the obvious one's on your shirt, obviously. So yeah. oh, well, everyone, yeah. well, everyone knows. Well, I don't know. I mean, that's we'll debate that later. But Tim Richmond is the obvious one. Like, dude, if you if you don't if, know who Tim Richmond is, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Wherever Tim Richmond was, there was going to be some women. I mean, you go back and just watch history, history of NASCAR, uh, the culture back in the day. Some of his doc documentary stuff they filmed around him. Motherfucker was a Certified badass, dude. He was an animal. He wore jackets with no shirts underneath him. Like, that's the shit that I do. And, and it's partially because of him. His style was incredible. Headbands, the long hair, and the guy loved women. He loved a lot of women. He, he loved women so much that he took a jazzercise class once. Man literally went and jazzercised his ass off. But okay? he, in that clip, he said he did that, like, all the time. That was, like, a routine thing that he started doing to get healthy. That was his life. Like, the song, She's a Maniac, it, was, it used to be He's a Maniac, and it was about Tim Richmond. If Tim Richmond was still around today, he would be a huge shitty coolers guy. I think that we could easily see him walking around with the liquor bucket or the liquor basket cooler. He would be that guy. Loud personality. You need loud colors. Okay, You look at that bucket right the fuck there. That's a Tim Richmond certified bucket. It's not red. It doesn't have Folgers on it. But it's a fucking vibe. I don't know, dude. I actually just, I think he would be classic Patriot, man. I really do. I ah. think the bold red, white, and blue. I mean, he embodied that fucking beautiful American spirit. He Beer drinking, like, American. I mean, he probably drank a fuck ton of liquor, too. Let's just face it. You're right on yeah. this. But I think in regards to the style, I think he would have been a big Patriot guy. He was okay. also, I mean, look, Jeff Gordon's Hendrick car matches up pretty well. He yeah. drove for Rick Hendrick. Number he 25, did. red, Folgers, Folgers. Folgers, One right. above Jeff Gordon, number wise. Yeah, he was, in, dude. He was a beast, beast race car driver. I just imagine walking like we went downtown, like I said earlier. Walk downtown Indianapolis. You just walk up into a bar in 1983, and you just see Tim Richmond standing there with the short shorts, like the little windbreaker jacket with like a chain and the headband on, just drinking a beer, dude. Didn't How give a fuck. A but, just like a butt, one of those old Budweiser cans. That's what I imagine <laughs> yeah. with the ladies around him. Everybody's got the perm, haircuts, and shit. Having God a time. damn, what a time that would have been. If we ever make a time machine, we're going to go there. We're bringing bags. We're giving him one, and then we're going to go to the Pocono. I want to go revisit the Pocono photo. We're, we're also going to We're also going to say, Tim, here's some condoms. Please yeah. wear them. Please wear these, Tim. You need to wear these. R.I.P. To uh to oh, the party uh, legend, absolute legend. Party okay, goat. All right, well I got one next. I th I feel like this is one uh more. He was eighties and nineties, more than nineties into the early two thousands. But I think it's also a pretty obvious one. But Kenny Wallace, dude. Kenny Wallace, dude. That guy is just a literal psychopath. We and can that's still party with Kenny. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
But imagine him in his late twenties and into his like early forties. I Dude, mean, red dog. when he's sober, he is a complete psychopath. He's a wild. Imagine man. if that guy got a hold of any kind of substances. Which I'm sure he did back in the day. Oh, dude. Uh, dude, that guy is awesome. I mean, he, he he's probably off the wall in a bar buying shots for the entire bar. All the people just scream, let's get fucked up. Like, yeah. that's the kind of guy Kenny Wallace. Is. I, I think he, that's the kind of guy he used to be. Kenny Wallace is the kind of guy that will, yeah, literally, he'll walk into your party and abruptly just say, I don't give a shit, I'm fucking here. He's the kind of guy that would take shitty cooler stickers and slap them all over your shit and not give a fuck what you think. And then just laugh in your face and walk away. Yeah. That but, laugh that he does. Yeah. <laughs> they just fucking hit him <laughs> up, dude. Yeah. Like, I love Kenny Wallace so much. Okay, so I've done a lot of research on this guy. Back there in Darlington, when they were doing the paint schemes, he drove the number eight in the Bush series, okay? He had the red... Red Dog car. I've always been a huge fan of the Red Dog shit. When I was a kid, I can remember the Red Dog commercials. I remember the Red Dog beer. It was always in the stores, and it just looked fucking cool. It was like, that's a beer right there. It was made by Miller. And I just remember, like, whenever we were, were talking about Darlington, I was like, Tyler Reddick should run the fucking Red Dog scheme. But there was so much controversy over the Red Dog being on the fucking hood because Kenny Wallace called out the fact that it was called Batman. Okay? So if you look at the Red Dog upside down, it looks like Batman eating out Catwoman. Straight the fuck up. It is a real thing, and you can look it up. What the fuck? Yes. How have so, you never told me about this? Kenny Kenny Wallace, like, they started, like, making a deal about it. Kenny talked about this? Yes, and he tweeted at us about it. He was like, old Batman. Like, and oh, when you go look at it. I you, remember him yeah, quote dude. tweeting when you were when you were bringing that <laughs> yeah. up. Oh, so my God. When that you is go really awesome. look at it, it's just insanity. So, apparently, NASCAR was like, we can't have this anymore. You have to get this off the hood. And apparently, that's how the Red Dog sponsorship went away, which was wild. Then he went to Dirt Devil, I believe it was. Let me so, let me go look at this real quick. You got to look it up. But, no, that is, that is a legit true story. Real shit right there. Any guy that could call that out from driving his car just looking at me like, oh, shit, guys, this is like Batman's eating out Catwoman. Like, that's some pretty heavy shit, dude. That's some pretty heavy shit. I just don't, I don't see it. I'm looking, and the, the, literally the first thing that comes up when you type in Red Dog Batman is Batman eating out Catwoman on the Red Dog beer can. Yeah, and Kenny Wallace just sees that, like, on his hood. I don't know Driving, because it. it's upside down. I've never seen a human vagina in my life, so maybe that's the problem. <laughs> yeah, right, get the fuck out of here, kid. I don't um, know, all right, so tell me, all right, we're looking at it right now. We want you to look this up while you're watching and see what you think, but tell me, like, I, is that Batman's eyes so right there? So that's Batman, that is just like, the legs. Him, that's the legs, yep. and he's just going down on it. Dude. Well, where's Catwoman? Hey, so it's the wrinkles, it's the wrinkles, you have to look at the wrinkles on the top. You see the legs going around the side, he's just, he's there, he's laying all in. It's just the fact that, But like, what do the wrinkles mean? Like, how, what does that have to do with Catwoman? The legs are there. Yeah, and, and it's possibly because are we just guessing that it's Catwoman? Is my let's thing. let's say that we're guessing. It, hey, okay, it could be poison that. ivy. Probably would hurt the mouth really bad though. Yeah, probably better to be Catwoman. Who was Uma Thurman? Was that poison ivy? Uma Thurman. Yep. Yeah, shout okay. out to her. Yeah, it was a great time. Okay, love right, that well, one. I'll, but I'll, Kenny I'll do Wallace, some more research later. Yeah, Kenny Wallace himself though, he he is definitely the guy that is just berserk. Bonkers. That's a good term. Love the guy. If he walked up to you and was like, "We're taking a shot," you cannot say no. No, that's like that. The, that one of the one guys you absolutely cannot be like, "No, I don't want to take a shot." 
No. Or you're a complete pussy. And he would probably tell you that. He would. You have and to do it. So so today, Kenny, at some point in time in life, you have to. You have to come back uh, and, and chill. I hope it does not start pouring. It it's is okay. Sprinkling. We got a little sprinkles. A little sprinkle it action feels good, here. but just don't. Just stay like this. It's please. all good. We're, just, we're, going, we're going to go crawl in the shitty, in the shitty truck. We're going to go crawl in the shitty van. We'll there go find go. them. Yeah, no, we'll be okay. That's where they'll find I'm a little them. nervous. I want to go... And talk about this. So Kenny Wallace, obviously, great one. Michael Waltrip. Mikey. The man himself, Mikey. I love Mikey because of the the goofiness, the goofy sense of humor that he has, the don't-give-a-fuckness that he has, and the fact that he is just embraces himself in life fully. Okay? From, from the wild-ass pit reports to... Him and even lately, recently, the SRX race is just the shit that he'll say coming out of his mouth half the time. And maybe just the Walter brothers in general. Yeah, uh, even the two-time the two-time beer, like on point, like makes me think he's a he's a beer Shout drinker. Right? Two time. Uh, but but well, his team. yeah, two-time Daytona 500 champion Michael right. Walter. Yeah, like the grid walk that he started with Fox a few years back. It's awkward as fuck where he just walks up to a driver and is like, "Hey," and the driver's like. Hey, and then he's like, "What are you gonna do today?" And they're like, <laughs> "I'm gonna drive a car." And he's like, "Oh, that's awesome! That's, that's awesome. the shit I Good love." Good luck today, man. And they're just like, "Yeah, thanks." That is like, the shit. That yeah, that is that kind of embodies your your persona, like your kind of the shit you 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 goof with. And that's probably so, why I fuck with Mikey so hard. It's just because like you, you get it's like you either get it or you don't. Like he gets it. Mikey definitely gets it. And like Daryl, like Daryl Waltrip also was a goofy guy. Back, I mean, he was a villain. He's always been a goofy Big guy. Villain guy. Yeah. He was hated back in the day because he was a winner, and his personality was so out there. But Mikey is, like, next level. And, and as Mikey's gotten older, I feel like it would be better to drink with him now than it would have been in, like, 1994, maybe. Yeah, I don't He I don't was know. also trying to prove himself back in the day, too, and he was struggling. You know, he, so he I bet he was sipping a lot so, of country time lemonade back yes, in the day. Yeah, and maybe yeah. some Pennzoil oil. Probably drank Pennzoil, too. Maybe that explains it. I remember one time one time I damage, saw a guy right? that did that, and it was, uh, what was it, Jesco White out of, out of West Virginia. He big gasoline drinking guy. You know, you never know what you get in your cup sometimes. But Mikey himself, definitely a party animal. Somebody I'd want to get shitty with. Daryl probably too. Uh, I, I would just have to say, obviously, they're they're definitely he's the guy that would you would roll up to at the beach. He'd have a backpack cooler on. He's a shitty backpack guy. Okay, he's just like I'm here to have fun, here to party. He would bend over and like he would leave it half unzipped, so you just leak water all over you. And just be like whoops, whoop, got you there. Like he would be that guy, the yeah. fisherman guy, you know, in the video. Geico. That's yeah, gonna yeah. be Mikey one day when he's an old man. I could see it. I could see it. And I mean, if Daryl Waltrip's kind of gotten a little senile, I mean, imagine what Mikey. He might have to be on some fucking oh, medication. Oh man, look at Monte Carlos out there, boys. <laughs> it's like 2000 and like like 15. Wow, man, the Monte Carlos, son, something yeah, right there. Right. Get out of here. Get out of here, Daryl. We love yeah. you, though, Daryl. We miss Boogie. Mikey, I think. I think Mikey's an easy one. I think everybody would be like, all right, I'd like to go to a bar and fuck around and hang out with Michael Waltrip. Yeah. Mikey, come drink with us sometime. I think I think Indianapolis bars would perfectly suit what Michael Waltrip's Mikey, looking for. Hey, Mikey. Okay, next, this is pretty uh, off. I don't know. I'm not going to say off the grid, but it's different because it's an old, old guy. Uh, Junior Johnson, okay? Whoa. The last American hero is his nickname. 
I mean, obviously, I'd want to drink with somebody who's got that nickname. I mean, Junior that, Dick Energy, by the uh, way. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Junior Johnson, like small cock, big cock energy. Yeah. He, yeah, don't get it twisted. This guy definitely had it going. If you don't know who Junior Johnson is, just think about Roots of NASCAR, Moonshine. And then think of what that guy looks like. That's Junior Johnson. So let's imagine him in a bar setting, right? So, yeah, like you said, bootlegging. I mean, this guy was in and out of jail all the time. He was winning, winning races, champion crew chief, car owner, just a fucking auto racing mastermind. Rest in peace. He died either in 2020 or 2019, not long ago. Um, lived a, an, an incredible life. Um, imagine. And I imagine him in a bar setting in the 70s or the 80s, right? He seems like a guy that walk up, sit down, and just order old fashioned. That would be his drink, right? And you sit down and drink with him and have and talk about life and everything. And he would have the coolest fucking stories to chat about. And he would be the, the type of guy that would like look outside and he'd like see a cop car and he'd be like, "Hey man, see that cop car right there?" And you're like, y "Yeah." He's like, "We're gonna go take it for a spin." Yeah. And I'm like, wait, Junior Johnson, hold on a second. And he's like, "No, nah, we're going." This is not and a great then, idea, then, Junior. And then you're like, "Yes, sir. Okay." You're not gonna just not listen to Junior Johnson, right? Junior fucking Johnson, a he legend. Stare at you with and he'd steal that cop devil. car. He'd steal that cop car and go put it put it on the interstate, run 120, uh, bring it down a dirt road, going 90, drifting sideways while more police are chasing him, and he'd get away. He would go That's deliver. Junior Johnson. He would deliver moonshine in the cop car, probably. Yeah. He would be that guy that would come he, around. Yeah. He would be the guy that would hide his moonshine in a cop car and pretend to be a cop so he could get it. Where it needs to go. Wee wee wee, just like coming through the town. I don't know how else to explain it. Junior Johnson, he is definitely uh, the good old boy. He's got those vibes, you know. Like it makes me think about some of these uh, these characters that shitty coolers are using right now on their sticker packs that they have, like the '90s country stuff. Like he's the guy that had those on the car. Like he's like if he couldn't have decals on his car, like on race day, he'd be upset. He'd have to cover them up with something. That's probably something he would cover them up with. He would definitely slap them on his car, and he'd be like, "Gotta go, gotta blast." But Jimmy Neutron didn't come out until the 2000s. He had no idea about it. That's a guarantee. Yeah, maybe uh, shitty coolers. Let's make a Junior Johnson sticker. Let's Time. make a Last American Hero sticker. That'd be fucking dope. But we'll call, him, all we'll these, call him Giant Johnson. All these, <laughs> there you go. All these young people who don't know Junior Johnson, you young bastards. Look him up, read about him. There's actually a movie about it. I think the movie is actually called Last American Hero. Yeah. I, I've never seen it, but I know it exists. What if it was the Last Johnson? Last Johnson? <laughs> that would be. That would just be an experimental Johnson? title. Like you would find that like in the X-rated movie section. It's too, yeah, probably. No, the, the X-rated stuff. The names are way worse than that. Probably. Yeah. I, I I think that one's too soft. But look Johnson, up Junior Johnson. There's a lot of shit you can read about him, motherfucker. The last American hero, true all-American human being. I love to drink uh, a whiskey Coke with Junior Johnson, go hijack a cop car. Get shitty with Junior. Um, all right, all right so who we got next? I, I guess we can go ahead and just state the obvious. Uh, let's just go ahead and address the elephant in the room. The man himself, the man on your shirt, Dale Earnhardt Sr. I think everybody in the world would want to get shitty with Dale Sr. Everyone. No doubt, and... I think we can kind of debate this. I think, like, okay, obviously any human being is like, yes, I'd love to drink a beer with Dale Sr. But at the same time, I feel like Dale Sr. would be the guy, like, you go out to his farm or you get on a boat with him or go hunting with him, and you're there to, like, drink and have a fucking good time, and he's just going to, like, make you do stuff. 
Yeah. Like, I'm like, Dale, I'm, I'm like, I'm just here to like drink. He's like, hey, man, go go grab this. Like, it's go, like go haul dad. this over here. And I'm like, yeah. yes, sir. Because I'm not saving with like Junior Johnson. All these guys are talking about, I'm not going to say no to anything. Right. I can hear, like, I, can, I can see it now. Here, Here's Dale. He's just like, hey, boy, you better get that fucking corn, boy. All right. I'm about to sit here. I'm going to drink my beer. And you going to take that and get I feel that like I would go corn. to his house just to like, not even drink. I'd go to his house to just like pick up like a shirt or something. Manual labor. Yeah, and he'd just be like, <laughs> and like ten minutes later, I'll be like raking in his yard or something. Yeah. And I'm like, how the fuck did he make me do this? That's my problem with like drinking with Dale Senior. I feel like he would just make me do shit. Yeah, you don't uh, work, it's, you it's, don't eat. It's hard to imagine him in like a bar setting. To me, I don't know. I don't I know. Feel like he wasn't a party animal. For me, I, when when I think about him, it's like I feel like later, like in the beginning of his life, like, I mean, definitely he's always been competitive, and he'll always be a competitive driver. But I feel like he definitely hit a stride in the '90s to where he was he was enjoying that spotlight. He was getting out. He was on TV. He definitely was a guy that would probably have a little too much some nights because, like, he probably was reserved if he had, like, a couple. But, like, he would get over that line, and he would be the guy that would just – I see him kind of being that um, – he's not the really loud, obnoxious, fucked-up guy, but he's just kind of the really funny, fucked-up guy. He's just like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I could see that. I could see that. Look up Dale Earnhardt on David Letterman. Great Great fucking Fuck clip. I think dude. we got a TikTok oh of that actually. On yeah, it was after guys. he won the Daytona 500. Funny as shit, dude. Yeah. You've probably seen it if you hadn't. Look it up. But got to tune up my mustache. Yeah, yeah. I, I dude. I just, it, I love fucking love Dylan Hart with all my life. But like, I don't know. Like, I can imagine easily drinking a beer, getting fucked up with Tim Richmond. I can easily imagine it with Kenny Wallace. I don't know, man. I I could even. Easy, I mean, I painted the picture with Junior Johnson. I could imagine it with Junior Johnson. With Dale Earnhardt, I feel like I would just have a drink in my hand next to him and just be like... <laughs> Shaking. He'd be like, here, motherfucker. He'd just take a whole entire bottle of Jack and just pour it in your cup. I would be just like, yes, you sir. You chill the yes, fuck sir. out. Yeah, he'd be like, <laughs> don't fucking call me that. And I'd be like, all right, all right okay. yes, sir. Fuck. I mean, yeah. Nah, dude, he would just literally intimidate the fuck out of me, you know? But... I mean, we have to talk about Dale Earnhardt, right? He was the intimidator. Yeah. Uh, maybe hanging out with Mikey. Like I said, he got around Mikey one day. Hypothetically speaking, Mikey's probably vibing out to a loud shirt like this right here, okay? Like the shitty shirt itself, the button down. Like, it's loud. It feels good. It's a vibe. He's like, the fuck you wearing this for, kid? And he's like, we're having a good time. We're vibing out. Let me show you how. And then that's when Dale Sr. really unleashed that, just kind of like, hey, you know, like that's when it came out big time. But he was definitely the kind of guy you would want to go party with and get and get shitty with at the right time. Like after a win, 100 uh, percent big functions. Like what was it when Jeff Gordon uh, won the Winston Cup? He was there and he was cheersing to him, brought him milk or whatever. Yeah. Like, you know that he was in New York City. He was not leaving that city without going out one night to like some club was playing like what is love like this is not dale's like scene at all i he can see it. To it i could see him like getting up and leaving early though he's like yeah i'm a i'm getting the fuck early out night. of here yeah and, and especially if that shit was playing which it probably was back in that time he was ready to get home and just get his shitty coolers tracker uh bucket he had it filled with corn then put ice in it and then fill it up with beer probably Definitely would have been a tracker guy. So we got we got Tim Richmond, Kenny Wallace, Junior Johnson, Michael Waltrip, Dale Earnhardt. That's a good lineup right there. That covers like okay, and, and honorable mention, 
not necessarily 80s, 90s guy. I mean, technically, yeah, he was at the end of the 90s. But Dale Jr., we're going to talk about an Earnhardt. Okay. Dale Jr. Okay. was a fucking party animal, and there's not even any kind of debate about it. Dude. He was still listening to Kickstart My Heart. We talk about the crew. Oh, yeah. We talk, he was actually a big Three Doors Down guy. He was in that kind of, into that kind of shit. If I go crazy, was, will you still call me Superman? No. But here's the deal. Okay. Take a time machine, if we ever have one. Go back to Talladega, 2002. I think is the right time between 2002, 2004 and somehow be friends with Dale jr. And be able to party with him on all weekend long. And he was winning every Talladega race between Oh two and Oh four. I mean, he won like five out of six in that span. It was unbelievable. So I've heard all the stories. We hear it all the time that he was a psychopath party. I mean, we know he loves to drink beer. He talks yeah. about it on his pod all Especially the time. Especially the Frosted Tip days. Frosted Tip Frosted, Dale Jr. I feel like dude. there was a lot of meth at those parties. Probably, yeah. <laughs> Probably some illegal substances. So, dude, partying with Dale Jr. Uh, at Talladega after a win? Oh my god, man. Imagine that. Yeah. That might, I mean, on this list, I'd probably rank Tim Richmond, the number one guy out yeah, of everybody. I'm right there with you. Number one, Tim Richmond. And we did talk about him first, but and then number two, I'd probably say Dale Jr. Dale Jr. It, it, in that environment, that's where man. we're gonna. That dude loves up. to drink beer and have fun, man. So, especially at Talladega when he's in his twenties, dude. Like, what a time! What a fucking time! And he was, yeah, just definitely a vibe. We all, we all were junior fans. I feel like me and you both were growing up. So I mean, it's like, it, it's a, it's a good mix, dude. And that, that's a good mix of guys right there. That's a lot of guys that like to get shitty. And have a good time. Shitty with an I, not with a Y, but maybe with a Y. If there was a shitty coolers DFS lineup for beer drinking, that's your lineup right there. That's it. That's it. That's a that's little lock money. of life. Oh, that's yeah. a NASCAR lock. That is a shitty, locks. shitty, shitty, shitty beer drinking supreme lineup. Shitty locks, NASCAR drivers. That was beautiful. This was a great show. Absolutely. Yeah. This was a great show. In- I'm going to miss it. Thank God. Yeah, I'm going to miss Indiana when we leave here. Yeah, it's a fucking magical place, man. We will be back, though. We will be back in May for the Indy 500, greatest sporting event on earth. You will never change my mind. There's no question about it. And hopefully we'll get to experience the full deal, and you'll get to I'm ready for some snake pit, for sure. You got to be up 6 a.m. Sunday. Big time. Hey, I'm ready. We'll do it. Look, uh, I want to know who your shitty drivers are. We both want to know. Let us know who you would want to get shitty with from the 80s and the 90s. What NASCAR driver would you want to have a good party with? And why. And why. Leave it in the comments, literally, down here. YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, wherever. Wherever this ends up, put it in the comments. Let us know who it is that you want to get shitty with. And don't forget to go to shittycoolers.com. Promo code Garage Guys gets you 15% off your order. That's on everything from these cool fucking shirts Bucket insert coolers, backpack coolers, G1s and G2s. Just this most stylish shit of all time. Stickers, shitty cups, the cups, cooler cups. Don't forget to ask about my drinking at 1734. Fuck off. Shittycoolers.com. Hey, cheers. Cheers. Cheers to shitty cooler cups. Where the fuck did you get ice? I literally asked you before if you had ice. I went to the store. Went to the store. Should have been around. Shit is warm. That's a shitty cup right there. It's refreshing. All right. Sports. Profit. Repeat. Shitty. It's the garage, guys. 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 It's the garage, guys.